0: Today, we are delighted to connect with a company who has over 30 years' experience in setting the mood and creating enticing and varying ambiances around the world, and specifically to the Ritz Carlton Maldives Fari Islands. We have today Andrew Jacques from the Flaming Beacon, our lighting designers. Morning, Mark. Thanks yeah. for inviting me to be on your podcast. As we're closing the end of the year, it's an exciting time for us um, as we start to move into the next phase of the project. And Andrew, tell me—I got a few questions to talk through today, which really I want our listeners to understand. You know the the backstory of how we've built this project together, and and it really comes alive uh, at twilight and nighttime in the resorts in the Maldives. And um, Flaming Beacon has been chosen by. Uh, Evan and the team at Pontiac Lands, and uh, I know that you work closely with the whole design team over at KHA as well. Uh, the Flaming Beacon has done numerous projects around the world as well as in the Maldives itself. So how do you think the Ritz-Carlton Maldives Fire Island stands out from
1: other projects that you've done? Uh, you're right, Mark. Um, the Flaming Beacon has done a lot of work over the last 30 years or so, and we focus mainly on the design of high-end luxury boutique, resorts and hotels, as you say. We'd like, we'd like to get involved in all parts of the lighting on any of our projects, including the interior design, the architecture, the landscape, and we've also designed numerous custom lighting objects for projects. We believe this is important so that there is a holistic approach to the ambience and that each project develops its unique character. I'd like to give you a little bit of insight into how we would approach each new project. We know there are a lot of moving parts and it usually starts with the client's vision. We also need to appreciate the operator's branding requirements and the expectation of their guests who are ultimately the people we're designing for. In fact, it's the expectation of these guests and how well their expectations are met or exceeded that will ultimately determine how successful we've been. We also work closely with the architects and other designers, as you mentioned, Who will all have their own interpretation of a client's brief. And it's our job to support their vision through rigorous integration of the lighting. We are specifically interested in finding ways to express the built form at night with artificial light in a way that transforms it from its daylight appearance. In this way, we end up with a hotel or a resort that has a very distinctive day appearance very separate to that of the evening appearance. Importantly, we also spend the time at the beginning of the project to research the site, its location, learn what we can about its history, its context, its relationship to local arts and crafts, and see how any of this information can inform how we create site-specific design solutions. This rigorous design process was what we brought to the Ritz-Carlton Maldives. And one of the things I think that will make this project really stand out is this seamless connection between the natural environment, the landscape response, the architecture, and the light?
0: Wonderful, wonderful. I, I, I am. Um, I'm really enjoying these conversations with with the team. That it really feels like you've all come together from architectural, lighting, and landscape uh, point of view, and everyone's got respect for each other's position and really um, complementing each other. From an architectural uh, point of view of the resort, uh, is quite. Uh, distinct uh, with its iconic round designs. What approach have you taken in the design and lighting to those?
1: Yeah, we saw the non-traditional building shapes as a big opportunity for lighting design. The circular villas which sit over the water have such an immediate and powerful relationship to their surroundings. They are, if you like, their own private islands, something of a microcosm of the Maldivian archipelago. Spending time on an island is really about experiencing a panorama, a 360-degree view of being surrounded by vast ocean and an omnipresent horizon line. And it's this panorama that we saw as an opportunity to bring into the villa. We wanted to play with the horizon line by creating a datum that reappears around the inner circumference of the villa to remind the guest of their connection to the setting sun over the Indian Ocean. We worked with the team over at Kerry Hill Architects to find a series of logical interior elements at this datum level, which from memory was around about 75 or 80 centimetres high, such as shelving and ledges, into which we could integrate this continuous light. No matter which room the guest is in, the glowing datum line connects them back to the horizon. The spa is another distinctly circular building, and it's sitting out on the water, and we really wanted to push this idea of connection between the setting sun and the and the and the lighting on the building even further than we did in the villas and the way we did this is to take to be inspired by and to take the beautiful golden ambience a golden light that comes from the sun as it sets late in the evening and almost as if the building facade has absorbed that last of the setting sun and then re-emits it slowly during the nighttime Throughout the project, we also designed several non-traditionally shaped light fixtures, both for the accommodation and in many of the public spaces. And we felt this was necessary to complement the architectural forms. Wonderful. So uh,
0: I, I really, uh, and, and I'll come back on. I'll re-emphasize uh, about the, uh, the spa because I think the spa shape is iconic and um really for us when we start putting in some iconic photos that aerial shot of the spa at at night or just at the twilight when it lights up is going to be magical and there's going to be so many aspects of that and our photographers are already excited about the the full moon and the the star gazing nights where there's a, a the the night is full of stars and then we get this reflection so it's and be- there's
1: this magical moment that happens um, when we coordinate the, uh, the dimming system, the, 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 the site's dimming system with the natural light, where you almost get this imperceivable shift from the last of the sun to the start of the artificial light. And if it's done really well, it really is imperceivable and it just feels completely natural. And this is a really beautiful moment that we were definitely trying to achieve on this project. From the
0: design phase to the architecture, including the lighting, there is a deep consideration for sustainability. What do you contribute to this effort?
1: Sustainability and lighting is quite a hot topic and is especially challenging with the design of small luxury projects where ambience is everything and a key reason why we're on the project. Our attitude to this has always been to look out for the best contemporary solutions to to sustainability that don't compromise on the ambience we are trying to achieve. Sustainability can be spoken in terms of longevity or disposableness, and to this end, it was the aim of the entire design team to create something of a timeless project that would be around for decades to come. To our end, we selected very high-quality lighting equipment That was suitable for the harsh Maldivian environment, so as to try and reduce the reliance on replacement parts. When people talk of sustainability in lighting, they often talk about installed power, or simplistically speaking, how to use the most efficient sources and as few of them as possible. We know this doesn't make for spaces that make people feel good. What we are interested in is minimizing energy consumption. And for the Ritz Carlton Maldives, Have designed a comprehensive dimmer and control management system including the use of time clocks and photoelectric cells that will ensure that the right amount of energy is consumed for the shortest period of time necessary. We're also very lucky in the Maldives because it is so naturally dark which means overall lighting levels levels can be generally quite low compared to urban settings. More good news is that LEDs have come a long way over the last five years and the, the project here is, is 100% LEDs, and the, the quality of them now is on par with incandescent lights that they've long tried to emulate. And it's probably fair to say now that LEDs in some respects have surpassed incandescent lights because we're able now to specify lights that have even warmer ranges than their predecessors did, and this is especially good for resort projects. We anticipate, with Kerry Hill Architect's passive design approach to the building, that guests will rarely have the need or or desire to use artificial light during the day, and that at night, with our design of intuitive lighting scene selections, the guests will more often than not want to choose the moodier and therefore more environmentally friendly settings
0: was there any special approach in the lighting project in terms of respecting the natural environment for example the impact nighttime illumination has in the local fauna and flora it's so unique in the Maldives
1: i remember one of the very first conversations i had with evan and he sat me down and he said do not overlight the landscape and i took this to mean both in terms of how the island was to be experienced at night by the guests and also to minimize the impact on the natural environment. Now, the Flaming Beacon is very well known for its high contrast, moody design. So this direction was in keeping with what we do naturally. But the great thing about the the Maldives environment is the opportunity, opportunity to really experience and appreciate the beauty of the night sky, to appreciate the darkness. And the idea of The the luxury that comes from appreciating darkness is something that you just can't get in urban spaces. The challenge for us was to find this balance between the feeling of safety for guests and having a minimal impact on the environment. And to this end, we developed in collaboration with an Italian lighting manufacturer, EWO, a range of custom bollards just for this project. The larger ones were for the buggy paths, which ran along the spine between the three islands. And the smaller ones, warmer in colour and with a contemporary lantern like feel, which would welcome the guests up to their villa, truncated off this spine. By keeping the intensity down as well as using very warm colour temperatures, we not only assist with creating an engaging nighttime experience for guests, but also with the natural circadian rhythms that plants and other wildlife require.
0: And and finally, our listeners are excited to see this project come to light. What highlights can they expect from the post-completion from your side?
1: Identifying highlights on a project aimed at being timeless is actually quite difficult. There are many lighting ideas and techniques developed specifically for the Ritz-Carlton Moldives that both myself and Fu Shun, our team leader, are very proud of. However, we are mostly focused on providing a holistic experience for the guests during their stay at the resort. We hope the Ritz-Carlton guest will feel that from the moment they arrive to the moment they leave, that they feel they've been somewhere special. We hope that the effortless integration between architecture, landscape and lighting make for an unforgettable experience, one that they will want to tell all their friends about and one that they will be anxious to return to. And we hope that the lighting ambience will have played a small but significant part in their in their experience. I
0: must tell you that we're really looking forward to uh, your arrival and the KHA team's arrival on the property uh, over the next few months because um just walking through together and seeing it as it as it's come alive and we can start to see the plants growth has really come along a long way then we can see also things together that I believe are important conversations around the buggy paths and entries to villas and making sure customers feel safe and they know their villa number is, you know, visible from the path and these type of things, which can only be done sometimes when we hit the ground.
1: Yeah, we certainly try and think about all these things as we're designing because what we're what we're always keen to do is have have lighting help with wayfinding and and such things so that guests don't need to have these things explained if it's possible to to walk into a into the room into the guest room or the villa and not have the lighting system explained to the guest this is a good thing <laughs> and awesome. it, it's actually quite rare <laughs> this is that, that's actually yeah. quite a, a design and technical challenge but it's 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 one that we we always uh, aspire towards think that's an important element as well our customers
0: are very well traveled and i think if it organically uh, and ergonomically feels right uh they they don't need that heavy uh, explanation and we can start talking about other things that they are more excited about to enjoy their holiday experience it's been
1: a a great conversation today i really appreciate your time um thanks very much mark and I, i enjoyed the talk and i very much look forward to seeing you out there thank you well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast.
0: Join me next time when we discover more about the Ritz Carlton Maldives Faroe Islands.